Welcome to It's Ms. Max Health and Culture. Health is a way of living and the mindset. Culture is a way of being and honoring who we are as a people. Fuse it together for a way of vibing. Take this journey with me. I'll see you inside. Welcome, 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 everyone. It's Maxine from Ismus Max Health and Culture. I thank you for joining us today and being here. Um, first, I just want to give a special shout out to super producer Cindy Ashby. Without her, none of this would be possible. She has helped me to up my podcasting game. I appreciate you, sis. And also, you can catch up, catch replays on SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, but we prefer that you come sign up with otwtube.com and listen to us live at onthewakeupradio.com. And also, if you would like to join in this conversation today, you can give us a call at area code 844-818-4433. Again, that phone number is 844-818-4433. And without further ado, let's get into our topic today. And this month we have Human Trafficking Awareness Month. Were you aware? Were you aware that January is National Human Trafficking Prevention Month? I'll be honest, I did not know. Um, I had a meeting with my son's school this week. And so they were talking about some other things. And then they bought up Human Trafficking Prevention Month, which was really, really awesome because what they were doing was teaching the parents on how to <clears throat> teach your children how to look for the signs when they are being approached. In this day and time, especially in this day of COVID, which is so sad, is that people are more exploited more than ever in this day and time. And we think about the numbers that we see on the news and also on um, various platforms where it tells you that even domestic violence has risen to double and child abuse has risen. Children are running away from home and hence all that works in together how we're dealing with this increase of human trafficking. So I'm just going to what I'm going to do today is I'm going to go through some information that I was able to pull from the Internet because I just want to make sure I don't really miss anything. There's a lot of good information here and things that we can take back information we can take back to our children and also to friends to help them to better understand about human trafficking and what it's all about, okay? So every year since 2010, the president has dedicated the month to raise awareness about human trafficking and to educate the public about how to identify and prevent this crime. The U.S. Department of State raises awareness of human trafficking domestically and abroad through U.S. embassies and consulates. Human trafficking, also known as trafficking in persons, includes both forced labor and sex trafficking. It not only represents a threat to international peace and security, but also underestimates the rule of law, robs millions of their dignity and freedom, enriches transnational criminals and terrorists, and threatens public safety and national security everywhere. So, yes, this is a very, very big deal. And, you know, to even further that, I, I just want to share with you all a story that I remember I went to uh, Smart and Final in my neighborhood 
And there was a boy, it was nighttime, I remember it was night and it was cold and he didn't have a jacket on. And he was just selling this one box of candy. He was by himself, no one was with him. Uh, and he asked me, did I want to buy some candy? Now, I don't remember if I said yes or no, but I, I thought that, saw that he was cold and I asked him if he wanted a blanket and he said yes. And as I was reading through the materials today, I thought to myself, my God, Maxine, you probably were looking at someone who was dealing with human trafficking. And so we're going to go into some of those, uh, some of those, uh, that information about how to detect and how to understand the various types of human trafficking. Okay. Um, who is targeted for human trafficking? Minors in all cases tended to have their have the same risk factors, poverty, instability, compromised parenting, and substance abuse within the family. So think about your children and think about these days and time where they're on the internet and they're interacting and think about the internet where everything is about being seen. You want to feel beautiful. That's why a lot of um, Adults too. You go to the to the internet for acceptance, and so imagine someone coming into your DM and speaking to you. Uh, the younger culture, you know, has it harder because they really don't date, right? Like they just kind of um, they go on the internet, they text back and forth. But when somebody actually comes into your inbox and actually talks to you, well, you know. The more things change, the more things say, stay the same. People like to have that communication. Hence, that's making your children vulnerable to these type of people. And another thing that I just found out is that a lot of the men are older. Well, we know I not just by a few years, but by many years are older. But that can be attractive to a young girl when she's looking for that attention, these guys know what to say. And so they may believe that they're in a boyfriend-girlfriend relationship only to understand that they were just being groomed. And so now that they're trapped, so they have no place else to go. So now, you know, they're at the mercy of this person who they thought loved them. So that's kind of like the pimp and prostitute relationship. But the difference is, is that these girls go underground never to be seen again. See, at least, you know, living in, in, I live in Los Angeles, you go on Figueroa, they're there, you can see them out there. What happens when your child just disappears off the face of the earth? Did you know that once your child goes missing, there's only a 1% chance of you ever seeing them again? That's how organized this human trafficking business is. And it's very financially lucrative. I'll read some more information here to you. So black kids go missing at a higher rate than white kids. And here's why. And we don't, we don't hear about the reasons why. Um, their families are hesitant to call police. Some families are hesitant to contact law enforcement, even if they, even if they think that their child is missing. I want you to think about that that you are so afraid of law enforcement or because of your relationship with law enforcement, maybe the parents, I'm trying to make sense of this because maybe the parents had a history of domestic violence or criminal activity going on in the house. And when the child comes up missing, um, they don't want to draw that attention to themselves. So rather than report the child missing, they just sweep it under the rug and they don't deal with it which is a, a, a subculture issue. I, I'll say that too, because I can remember also thinking many years ago when I used to, I used to be very intrigued to 
understand how so many black children were going missing. But I thought to myself, well, if all these black kids are going missing. How come none of my friends kids are going missing? Or how come I haven't heard of anybody that I know going missing? But this is one of the reasons why is because people were not, they weren't reporting their children missing. I've had whole conversations with people that things were going on in their life who, who said nothing. So it's, it's not too far-fetched to believe that something can happen like this. Disturbing, I know, but very true. So that distress just, um, contributes to a silent of code, no snitching. And this is a quote by someone um, named Wilson, adding that it is important for people who suspect a child is missing to speak up. It could be your child, your mother, your father that's missing, uh, she states. She said, you would want someone to speak up to help find them. And I agree. I have my mom, my dad, um, brothers, sisters, any type of family. When you notice that there is a pattern or you you know that there's a pattern, if you know that your child comes home every day or your sister, or your brother, anybody, and all of a sudden they just go missing and they just go off, off the grid, then that's something that you want to research and you definitely want to report that. Even if the family member may not report it, trust some, it has to be somebody in your family, even a stranger, listen, I need for you to report this because Mary or Jerry has gone missing. Okay. And the other thing is they state that they don't get as much media coverage. Well, we know that's a given. Um, news media organizations have often been criticized for not giving missing black children the amount of attention they give missing white kids. Um, a 2010 study found that black children were significantly underrepresented in TV news, even through um, about a third of all missing children in the FBI database were black. They only made up about 20% of the missing children cases covered in the news. And that's always been a disparity. Again, us dealing with systemic racism when it comes to our lives, when they say black lives matter. This is what we talk about when we say black lives matter. Okay, so it's very important that we get the news out. We, if your child is missing, don't hold it in. Let someone let someone know, even if it's just a few hours. If you know that your child comes home every day at five o'clock, okay, at six o'clock, seven and eight, eight o'clock by eight o'clock, come on, it's time, it's time to report and find out what's going on because every moment, every moment that that child is not in your possession, that child could be put in a van, gone underground. And that's why you can only, there's only a 1% chance of um, the children returning home is because is that this human trafficking is so highly organized. They have a system that they can just take you and you are vanished in plain sight. We see on the Citizen app, if you all have that app on your phone, the Citizen app, I was wondering how during the pandemic, you saw that so many children were coming up missing. It, it was disturbing. Well, now we understand because of, like I said, children were home during the pandemic. They were going through issues with their families. Um, going back to what it states, it, the main people that are targeted are those who are dealing with poverty, instability, compromised parenting, and substance abuse within the family. So those all play factors that make the children say, you know what, I'd rather walk the streets because if I stay home, I'm subject to abuse here. I'm not safe here. So now they're vulnerable to the streets. And now they are also vulnerable to human traffickers.
Okay. And sometimes families, they just don't have the resources. Families don't always have the financial resources to respond appropriately. When their child is missing, they might not be able to afford a private investigator or take off from work or to help look for their child and follow up with law enforcement and the media. So do you remember when I can remember when I was a child and my mom used to tell me, don't you call me unless something's wrong with you. I don't want to come down to the school to pick you up because she was always afraid of losing her job. Listen, I think the worst thing that a parent would have to deal with is having to still go on business as usual, not knowing where their child is, not having the time to go and speak with the police department, and for sure not having the funds to hire a private investigator. Did anybody see anything Okay, and so we've seen many movies and various, uh, lots of movies, Netflix, pick any one of them, Amazon Prime that would show you about children who were missing. And oftentimes it's missing from people that even live in your own neighborhood. But then there are strangers who are watching your children coming to and from school, whatever that pattern is every day, watching them unbeknownst to the child and the parent. Okay. All right. So according to the International Labor Organization, there are approximately 40.3 million victims of human trafficking globally. For a sense of scale, that's well over the size of California's population. That's a lot of people. And of these millions of victims, 25% are children, 75% are female, and 81% are trapped in some form of forced labor. Now I'm going to stop here for a moment because we're going into tra we're talking about human trafficking, but let me just give you some specs on the reason why various reasons for human trafficking. Okay, the first one is child soldiers, which we've seen that in countries like Africa. Okay, forced begging. Going back to what I was telling you about the boy in uh, by Smart and Final. Sexual exploitation. We know that's the one of the bigger ones, exploiting especially young girls. Forced marriage. We've seen that happen in various parts of the country. Selling children. Yes, selling babies on the black market is a very big thing. Uh, and removal of organs. And we've heard this in the black news media many times before about um, removal of black people, of uh, the organs of black people, especially because you know, we have this, this, that we're the melanated people. And so a lot of people want this. They want to juice it and put it in a bottle and sell it for thousands of dollars. It's, it's a very big uh, thing. And also forced labor. And we see a lot of that in the, the uh, Hispanic community where a lot of people are trying to migrate over. I live in the state of California. A lot of people are trying to migrate over from Mexico. Uh, like I think I stated before, is that I would see these trucks that would pull up. I didn't know that they were these trucks. I would, when I would see the flower person pulling up, you know, you go think that they're just selling flour, they're entrepreneurs until one day I saw the white van drop them off. I was like, oh, this is a whole organization. So for all I know, this could be a part of forced labor. They're everywhere and they're on the, they're on the side of the freeway, they're in front of the liquor store, anywhere that you can go, you're going to see 
that these people are out there. So these are various forms of human trafficking. And then going back to some other data, we're talking about missing kids of color. So about 14% of U.S. children are Black, but Black kids account for more than a third of missing child cases. So going back, oh my gosh, I get, I'm even exasperated just even talking about it because it's, it's happening right under our noses. Like there's this whole underground and we're not really, we're focusing on it, but we need to really, really focus on this more. We have 30, 37% of our black children that are missing. Although we only make up 14% of the population. What does that sound like? That sounds like our jail system. Even we make up the lowest number of the population, but we are the highest population in the jail system and the juvenile system. And this is the same thing with our black children going missing and being exploited. Look at the various things. Look in your neighborhood. Look at that house on the block. A lot of these houses has happened here in, in Los Angeles where a lot of these homes are in your neighborhood, but always look at that one house where you don't really see people coming in and out of the house. You know, I, I look forward to speaking to my neighbors, even if they're crazy or not. At least I know I see traffic coming in and out of the house, but I'm always a little concerned. I got one, I'm, to be honest, I got one of those houses on my block at the, we call it the last house on the left. I never see anyone coming in and out of that house. Now, I don't know if that's human trafficking. I'm just saying it just seems very strange. I don't see anyone mowing the lawn. I don't see anybody picking up stuff around the house ever. And it's been like that for a lot of years. So I always keep my eye out. But I promise you today, if somebody came and the FBI came roaring around that house, I would say, yep, I had a feeling. I just couldn't prove it. But I, we always kept our eye on that house. So just always just be aware of just your surroundings and what's going on in your in your just on your block. Even just pay attention. OK, so these are some ways that you can spot the signs of child sexual exploitation. So modern slavery includes all forms of commercial sexual exploitation of exploitation of children. This encompasses the use procuring or offering of children for prostitution or pornography. Um, below are some indicators related to specific to grooming for sexual exploitation. So let me read that off for you. A child or teenager who is often truant or goes missing. Secretive behavior or unexplained money and presence. Experimenting with drugs, alcohol. Unexplained association with older males or significantly older boyfriends. I talked about the, that a little earlier. Um, social activities without any plausible explanation. Low self-image, self-harm, eating disorder. Seen entering or leaving vehicles with unknown adults. And evidence of physical and sexual assault. Okay, so these are the things that you need to look for when you're talking about children who may be going through sexual exploitation. And parents, have this conversation with your children. Talk to them about the internet because a lot of times they think that you're just being mean to them. I'm telling you, I'll talk about it again. They think you're being mean. Oh, you don't want me on social media. It's not that. And I would say this all the time. And I would even say this about, you know, I see a lot of parents that allowing their kids a young age, dressing sexier. 
look, we didn't get that opportunity to dress like that until we were full adults. But I'm finding that these younger girls are trying to keep up with the Cardi B's and the and the WAP and all that stuff. Everything is so sexualized. So these young girls are led to believe that if I show my body, if I show my breast, if I show my midriff, that that's going to be attractive to someone. But the problem is you're not attracting the boys, young ladies. You're not attracting the boys. It's these, these older men and these human traffickers that are looking to exploit you. Okay, so just got to be very careful. And there's other signs that you want to look for, um, some other warning signs, such as physical appearance, has signs, um, has injuries or other signs of abuse and doesn't want to explain them, looks thin and in need of food. We talked about that. Marked with a tattoo, such as a man's name, symbol of money or a barcode and dressed in, suggest dressed in a suggestive way or in a way not normal for their age group. They may be dressed in the same clothes. I talked about that, no matter what the weather or situation is. Now, this is a big one. They may be dressed in the same clothes, no matter what the weather or situation is. So again, I've seen that where I've seen where I'm like, it's cold out here. Why is she dressed like that? Like it's 90 degree weather because she's probably being human trafficked. So even for me, I'm telling you, I'm learning a lot listening to this information. So uh, let's see. And then they have the lack of control is with someone who seems to be in control of their every move, seems to follow a script in the way that they speak, doesn't have control over their own money and can't come and go from place to place on their own. Okay. And also for the for the young children, they may fear authority figures. They may feel like the police is their enemy or may blame them for being human trafficked. And we know that in the past where we've seen where young girls were picked up and sent to jail and they were not able to report that they had it was a human trafficker or someone because they probably would they probably were threatened that if they told that they could um, even threaten their family, we'd even get into that part where you know, just like when a, a, a child is going through molestation, what do they tell them? They tell them, if you tell anybody, I'm going to kill your mother, kill your father. I would like to imagine that this is the same thing that these young children are going through. If you tell anybody, if you get arrested for any reason, I will go and kill your mother. And they know your address, where you live. They have all of your information. The same thing with human traffic and laborers. They treat them the same way. They tell them, look, if you try to run away or if you try to do anything funny, I'm going to go back and I'm going to harm one of your family members. So all these people to get collectively are they're stuck in a in a tight spot. OK, so it seems let me finish this list here. It says seems to um, move often from place to place. Talks about, again, the older boyfriend or sex with an older man. They keep reiterating this. This is important, people. If you see that your daughter, she's 15, 16, and she's dating a 20-something-year-old man, that isn't right. He could be grooming her into the sex trade, okay? Claims to be visiting, can't state what city they're in or how for how long, isn't able to speak again for herself or himself, is not enrolled in school or is often absent, what you talked about that, and seems to be depressed or just checked out. All right. And so again, we talked about the technology, just beware of the technology. 
because the methods used for trafficking have changed because of technology. Traffickers no longer have to pursue children on the streets. I can remember when I was in high school and I remember the older guys driving up and down in front of the school trying to pick up the girls. You know, even that, that could have been a different form of prostitution at the time or human trafficking. We didn't have social media and, and that type to talk about it back then. But now that we do. So the Internet has become the key tool for finding new victims. It's, it's too easy. They said that the predators know that children use nearly all social media networks and that parents may not be aware of their activities. And many parents are not. Traffickers lie to receive and control young people. They may pose as friends, peers, and attractive members of the opposite sex. They lure children into unsafe situations where they can be taken and sold into sex traffic, the sex trafficking industry. Okay, so these are all things that uh, we need to look for. Parents, again, talk to your children openly and honestly. Take the time to talk to your child about sexual abuse and sex trafficking. Help them understand why avoiding certain situations is critical to their safety. So don't give them a, sh in other words, don't give them a, a you know, the, the short answer. No, you can't be on the internet. Really take the time because that's how we were raised. Everything shoot from the hip answer. No, you can't do No, the reason why I'm, I'm talking to you about this is because there's these real type of people out there. And even in that, you hope that they will listen to the words that are coming out of your mouth because, you know, the, just, the kids, they think they know everything and actually they don't. Again, I, as an adult woman, I'm learning these things and I'm going to tell you, I'm going to have this, this conversation with, with my son and practice social media safety. Child traffickers thrive on social media. They build trust with victims before inviting them to a location where they can be drawn into human trafficking. Consider limiting your children's social media use. Help them learn good social media practices and remain safe, okay? And here's another thing that's very, very important. Make your home happy and an inviting place. Many trafficking victims are not kidnapped but are lured into trafficking situations by false promises. Children might think these strangers can feel emotional needs they feel are not being met at home, okay? So find ways to bond with your, ch your children and strengthen the relationship that you have with them. If they seem that you come, they come in the door and all you say is hi and bye and they come in here and they get on their social media, more than likely they're probably online speaking with someone who they're probably venting to about their parents. You want to be able to tell them, look, let them know I love you, I care about you, but there are some mean, evil-ass people out here that want to take you, and I may never see you again. Just be very careful. Don't agree to meet anyone at any place, especially by yourself. Even in our neighborhood, I would always tell my son, he would always want to know, can he go down the street to the liquor store? I'm like, no, not by yourself. Your children should always be walking in pairs if they can help it. And that's the other thing, how the human traffickers can get a hold of the children. If they are walking home by themselves, they watch that pattern. They could just sit in like, like, just like any type of investigator. They can just walk and see, oh, okay, I see, I see this is the way she comes home. This is how she comes home. This is how the route this time they can watch your every single move. Okay. So that's something that's very important. I also wanted to share some phone numbers. Okay, so if you happen to 
think that you spot anyone that are maybe going through human trafficking, uh, human trafficking, here's a phone number. You can call the National Human Trafficking Hotline for confidential health and information. That phone number is area code 888-373-7888. And then also, if you would like to know the list of Black children that are missing, you can always go to thegrio.com slash 2021 slash 10. And this link, once this um, video is going to be reposted, I will have this link available. Okay. So that way you can stay abreast of all the missing children. So I'm going to go to that website right now and we're going to see if we can find um, who do we have that's missing? Because like I said, you never know. This world is so small. They say that we are six degrees of separation. Huh, I think we're like two degrees of separation. You just never know, just having a casual conversation with someone and they may want to tell you, I haven't, you know, me and Janae got in an argument. We haven't seen her and, you know, just go to the Grio, the Grio.com. They are, they focus on missing um, black exploited children. Let's see the black and missing foundation. Let's see who we have here. Okay. So Amir Asku. So this, see this little boy, he's only 13 years old. Okay, he was reported missing on October 7th from Hampton, Virginia. He was last seen wearing a white shirt, black pants and black shoes. He requires medication and may be in need of med a medical attention. So that's scary to know. This, little, this young lady, her name is Michaela uh, Williford. 15-year-old Michaela Williford was reported missing on October 6th from Chesterfield, Virginia. Okay, so she was last seen in the company of a black male. You see what I'm talking about? Probably that somebody might have befriended her or, you know, on the internet. Darius Green, 15 years old. See the ages? October 6th. This is just from October. This is in Virginia. Last seen wearing yellow jogging suit. He may require medical attention. So a lot of these kids look what you see what they're saying. They're requiring medical attention. And they're all between that age, that 13, 16. I'm just kind of going down the list here. Leandra Rice, a lot of this, and this is mainly, this is just Virginia. Maybe want to be able to find out what's going on in your state, black and missing exploited children. But I just wanted to just um, share that with you all. Okay. And because we care, we have um, OTW's missing persons report. Oh, that's awesome. So missing persons report to submit your missing loved one, please submit your email to just as J-U-S-T-J-A-M at OTWTube.com. So that's great to know. Making sure that we are watching out for our kids. We don't, we never want to take for granted that it can't happen to one of our kids. It can happen to any one of our kids, even with the best parenting, even with the best parenting. It's important for us to understand that it can't just happen, like I said, just that other family. And that's what we, we tend to think in life, right? Oh, that happened to their family. No, it can happen to your family. It can very well happen to your family. Don't ever take it for granted. Look at all of the signs. 
Look at all of the signs. Make sure that you're talking to your kids and talk to them often, just like how you talk to them about brushing their teeth. Brush your teeth, clean your room. Hey, how's it going on that social media? <laughs> you know, I just want to make sure that you're being safe, making sure that, you know, you're the person that you're talking to is someone that you know and trust. And most likely it's not. Because really, when you think about kids, how do you how do children meet each other? They meet each other through school. They meet each other through friends of friends. That's the way we used to meet friends of friends of friends. They meet each other through family. Anything outside of that, I'm sorry, is a stranger. That's a stranger. You don't know that person. I don't care how good they talk to you. Listen, I'm going to tell you something. Grown people fall for the okie doke. Okay, not just kids. Grown folks fall for the okie doke. Because people always want to feel that sense of acceptance and love. It's, it's just who we are. We're just emotional well-beings. You just have to be smart about it. Whole cults will build on people's emotions. You hear what I'm saying? So if we could be taken advantage of as adults, then what do you think for our babies? What do they know about it? They don't know. And just about, especially those children that are dealing in those vulnerable situations where they don't have the guidance at home, where they don't have the love at home, they are always looking for acceptance. So it's very easy for them to be preyed upon. But this is something that we have to, um, we have to keep talking about. We have to keep going about it when we talk about exploitation of our children, exploitation of this human trafficking. And they say January is the month. I say every month is the month that we need to be dealing with this, okay? Again, if you happen to know of anyone that's dealing, um, that has, that's coming up missing or exploited, you can submit your missing loved one. Please submit your email to just, J-U-S-T-J-A-M at otwtube.com, okay? And also let me give you that phone number again. There's a another phone number that you can call depending on your state. Um, you can also call the National Human Trafficking Hotline. It's confidential. You can call them at 888-373-7888. If you suspect that a child is being human trafficked, again, look for signs like if you see that a child is out and about, let's just say she's with this older guy and you're looking at the body language, she looks not looking at him or they don't look engaged. Let's just say they don't look like they're engaging one another. And you can look and ask her, do you need help? And let her decide or what, what she can tell you. I said, because sometimes they are hiding in plain sight. They're hiding in plain sight. Check the activities that's going on in your neighborhood. We're so busy, especially I could tell you here in Los Angeles, we're so busy that we don't even, we rarely speak to our neighbors. We say hello, but I pay attention. Uh, like I said, I notice enough that that last house on the left, I don't see any activity coming in and out. I'm always, my, my eyes are always over there just to see if anything is out of the ordinary. This COVID has brought on a lot of different things. This, this sex industry is worth billions of dollars. It's, billions of dollars. And so because of that, they are catering to, and just remember, let me go back to this. It's worth billions of dollars, but look who they're catering to. 
they're catering to these people that have the money to spend to exploit these children. Exploitation of the labor laws. People come out here, just think of people want to come out here from Mexico to start a new life, only to learn that they're just leaving one condition for another. You're just leaving one set of circumstances for another. Working children from sunup to sundown. Making sure that they're not even eating properly and being told that they have to pay um, dues to people back, their family back in Mexico. Oh, I'm not going to pay you. I'm going to give you your, the money back to your family back in Mexico. Sorry, y'all. United States of America ain't always cracked up to, <laughs> to what you think it is. We have to we have to stay on guard every day. My son, when I when he's like, Mom, I want to go over so and so's house. I've had to be honest, I've had him where he asked to go one place and then he moved and went someplace else. And I, I get oh, I get so angry because I'm like, you can't do that. Where I drop you off is where I need to pick you up. You can't switch locations like that. So do you can you imagine that if something happened to you, I have to tell the police this is the last place I dropped you, and I have no idea where you can be. You need to tell me every step of the way where you are. Because they don't know. They just, they're, they're so happy just to be out. They want to be grown and like, it, it doesn't work like that. So I, I have to, I'm saying even for my own kid, I have to talk to him often. Now I got to go back and talk to him. But my, my, my son, he's big, six foot two. He's a big guy. He's graduating. He's going to be 18. But still, I still need to have the conversation with him. Because he's still young enough to be groomed by some older man. I don't know. I don't know. I can't take anything for granted. I can't think that that's not going to happen to this to this household. I can't think about what he's thinking about daily and going through his mind. You know, so this is some the conversation that the hard conversation that we have to have. Are you going to say something, Cindy? You see, I had my church finger up, right? You know. Yes, you I did. Yes, I did. Church finger. Uh, when you said that, my son has done that. And my son's 15. My son will say, um, I'm, I'm going over here with my friends to play basketball. Mm -hmm. And we'll bring him. And then his father decided to do a circle around. Mm -hmm. And he was like, where are you? I thought you was playing basketball. Oh, we went to Burger King. He get this, like three girls, three boys. It's like, what? what? You know what I'm saying? Right. I'm saying you want to go out with your friends to eat. It, it, you, I'm saying. It's not That's right. I'm glad to see you with girls. Hey. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. Um, and he was like, no, because, and I said, you have to say you're moving. Because That's right. You don't never want to look like that parent that doesn't know what the fuck is going on. Uh, another, another one, I had a, there was a guy that did a, you know, he was a guest. And he said his mm -hmm. daughter was missing. Remember we had the psychic on? The lady yes, yes. Left. His 13-year-old daughter was missing in North Carolina. He said, I don't know what happened. She hasn't been home. I know it's kind of crazy to go. Let me call the psychic, right? And so mm -hmm. I called her, mm -hmm. and she's telling him she's okay. She's with her mother. He said, impossible. She doesn't even talk to her mother. Well, he couldn't get in on her social media. Let me tell mm -hmm. y'all something. These children don't pay for nothing. Why y'all ain't got their passwords? You know what I told these children? Mm -hmm. I need to get into your phone. Unless you got the fucking new codes and you the president, yeah. what the hell you locking this phone down for? 
Hello, right. time. not even not not on, you know, we don't treat them as bad as our parents treated us, but you let them know, listen, don't right. hide nothing. It is what it is, right? So he couldn't get in. And then when he finally gets in, why her mother, who has abandoned her for 13 years, is contacting her, talking about, <laughs> come be a family with me, la, la, la. And it was exactly what the psychic said. He was shocked. What Cindy? He couldn't she believe called it. it. And he said impossible. Impossible. She don't talk to her mother. You don't know who these damn children talk to. That's what you I'm don't saying. Know. You don't know what adults, you got family members that be doing dumb shit. There's people that want to fit your own family members that want to steal your own child. That's right. That's a, that's a fact. Flowers Listen. in the attic all day. I have always been intrigued about miss, especially missing black children. There was a story that came out years ago was when I used to read Ebony, Ebony magazine. And it was about a little baby. He was only about two. And I think he even had a broken leg or a fractured leg. Anyway, woke up the next morning, he was gone, vanished. Now, this is a house where it was one of those houses where like 15 or 20 people lived in the house. And that woman stood in that living room and she said, please don't sit here and look at me knowing that my baby is missing. And I don't even know to this day, I always think about that woman from time to time who took this child? And it had to have been someone in the house. What did they do with him? And I don't know if she ever found out or she ever knew, but it was one of the most heart-wrenching stories I ever heard right in her own home. But it was, she had a whole bunch of different people in the house. I, I don't know if it was Charlie the molester was living in there or if they tracked, you know, human tracked him, trafficked him off. We will never know. There's so many stories, Cindy. There's a subculture, like I said, there's a subculture of Black people of missing children, missing and exploited children. And we don't hear about it because it doesn't link directly to us. And going back to what the article stated is that many times they don't report it to the police. Why? Because they probably have problems in the home. If you're selling drugs in the home, if there's domestic violence in the home, the, the the social workers have been there before. The last thing you want to do is call social workers and say that this child is missing. So, you know, just wanted to bring this to this awareness, even though it is January, like I said, since 2010, that there has been a National Human Trafficking Awareness Month. And this is the first time that I am hearing of it. I, I didn't know about it either. So this is why it's good uh, to know. Uh, we have in our newsletter, we we showcase missing persons. So like you said, if anybody is interested and have any loved ones that's missing, submit your missing loved ones to just jam at OTW2 because we care. Uh, that is our, our director of PR, that's uh, Mrs. Porter. And so basically, and then we started. So when you did this, it was just like, oh my God, because she's listening right now. Yeah, go Jamaica. Oh. And another thing, another one, uh, it was Sister Audrey that I just brought on, our wonderful, the lawyer. And she asked me the other day that her friend's daughter was missing, 15-year-old mm. girl, for two months. Really? So you know what I did. I, I don't mean to be like that person, I call the psychic. 
She was That's like, right. she's fine. She's with some really? guys. They having sex. They doing it up. But she she doesn't want to come home because her, her mother has small children. She does so much that she doesn't want to be home. And then come to find out when I said to her mm-hmm. what she told me, she said, I figured that. And that's how a lot of people go missing too. A lot of young girls, yes. a lot of young boys, because they out there just thinking, you know how they go. You meet somebody, you thinking mm-hmm. y'all, and then you find out this person is not who the fuck you think they are. That's right. Because where is she going where she gets to stay for two months and not come home? Who are you staying with? I promise the moment you tell them, no, you don't want to have sex or they'll put you out on a goddamn street or slit your That's what I'm saying. Them. See, that's these are the things. So right on point. Everything I said was right on point. Whenever there's disruption in the home, that is reason for children to leave. And we don't think as parents that they're going to do that. We think that they're, oh, they ain't going nowhere. Not in these days and times, not with this human trafficking, which has spiked double and triple. Are you kidding me? Come on over here, little girl. Yeah, I got some place where you can stay. The, the, the young lady sadly don't understand, though, that there is a price to pay for everything. Nothing is free in this world. I promise you the price is too goddamn high. You got that right. It's too damn high. When you're young, you're dumb, you're full of calm. I get it. But take your time. You don't need to rush into things. Because these people out here is wicked. They, they siphon are, the innocence out of you. They know you. What is that? When you're green, is it you're green, you're ripe? I forgot what the hell it's called. They see you. They like this. When you're green, when you're green, they make lots of reggae songs about that. Oh, I, I liked her because she was green. But what happens though, Cindy, when you live in the home and you feel suffocated in that home and you don't feel seen and you don't feel heard and the parent is stressed out trying to do what they got to do to make ends meet and make things happen, that is a cause for disaster. And so now you would never yeah, think yeah. as a parent that your child is just going to up and meet At the end of the day, she's got to vent that frustration to somebody. You think she's holding that in? She's frustrated. But again, I'm before we. I, I thank you all for coming here today. But before we go out, let's um, give this because we care for OTW two. This is so wonderful that you all have this platform because we need to be able to do everything we can to make sure that we're bringing our babies back home. Or if we can't bring them at home, bring them back home, at least bring them back to a safe haven. If you can email us at to submit your missing loved one, please submit your email to justjam at otw2.com. On the recording, you will have uh, this link along with other links with the information that I provided today with the statistics and all the information. And again, I'm going to leave this final thought with saying is that make sure that you are loving on your children, not only your children, your nieces, your nephews, your little cousins, everybody. We, sh- we got to get back to being a village. I think we've gotten too far away from that. We've gotten too far away of, you can't tell my kid what to do. You remember growing up, you know, if Ms. Johnson see you doing something, you're getting your behind whooped. We've got to get back to that sense of community because I don't remember this going on when I was coming up as a kid because we were a community. We have to get back to that more than ever. So I thank you all for coming in here today and being a part of Ismus Max. And I look forward to seeing you next time. You all have a wonderful evening.
flawed individual. Thanks for keeping the lights on, Diang. Cindy Ashfield Production. On the wake up. Just get your body to move. Won't stop till we shake the room, yeah. Just get your body to move. Why do I need to? Why do I need to? Let on the wake up play. Won't stop till they hear what we say, yeah. Let on the wake up play. Why do I need to? Why do I need to? Just get your body to move. Won't stop till we shake the room, yeah. OTWTube.com, uncensored free speech platform.